0: Welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long term author career. My name is Patty Jansen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills, and your place in your career. Come on in and be happy. In episode 43 of The Happy Writer, I will talk about things that we don't need to worry about, ever. I will say that, of course, this varies per person, and also that there may be specific genres and types of books where some of the things I mention are part of the publishing landscape, even for self publishers. In general, I'm talking about writers of fiction for adults. Genres that are notably different are children's fiction, graphic novels, many types of non-fiction and, to an extent, literary fiction. But if you write genre fiction, then what I'm going to say is highly likely to apply to you. Another caveat is going to be that some of these things may be something that you enjoy. So it's more of a case of things you can do if you want, but that are unlikely to be critical to your success. Of course, your enjoyment is a very good reason for doing something and there may be specific reasons why you would want to do them, but it may still be helpful to know that the things I'm going to talk about are not usually considered essential for self-published authors. OK, then, what are the things that you are likely to never have to worry about at all, ever? The first will apply to everyone, and that is piracy. While it is enormously frustrating to see your book on pirate sites, I already did an episode on piracy to say that pirates don't usually have your books and that their aims are different from yours. They pirate or pretend to pirate anything they can lay their hands on so that they can build the illusion of having a large catalogue of books to lure in people looking for free books, but what they actually want is to steal the user's personal data, email addresses, passwords, credit cards. Stuff like that. It's not about your books. Trying to communicate with a pirate site in order to have your book taken down just gives the site legitimacy. Plus, it puts your email address on certain lists and doesn't achieve anything. Either the same owners of the site or some other site will spring up when the other one gets taken down. You're often dealing with people who have criminal intent. And those are people you don't want to deal with. And the people who fall into their traps are not people who were ever going to buy your books anyway. Annoying as piracy is, the most sane thing you can do with it is ignore it. Most of the time, these sites don't actually have your book anyway. And even if they do, and even if the books are being downloaded illegally, and both of those are big ifs, then those people are not book buyers If they can't pirate your book, they are going to pirate someone else's. They don't want your book in particular, and they don't care about you. Don't worry about them. If you stop these people pirating, they are still not going to buy your books. Any time or money you spend on fighting them is wasted. It's a constant game of whack-a-mole and doesn't achieve anything except make you anxious. So turn off that Google alert for your name and go and write instead. The second thing you probably don't need to worry about is a group of things. Some of the trappings of traditional publishing. The things that some of us have come to associate with having a book published. Things like a book launch party with drinks or book signings or having your book reviewed in literary columns in the newspaper or other review magazines. You can kind of pick and choose from this grab bag of activities, and some can be marginally useful or just simply good fun. None, however, is essential or terribly important. There can be a good reason to have a book launch, but it would be a social one to hold a party for your family and friends when that book of yours that you spent so long working on is finally published. You may even sell a few copies. Fine. But when you have to organise a book launch or a book signing in a bookshop, pre-order and pay for copies, get a handful of people together and sell a handful of books where your profit is $2 each, you quickly start to see that it's much better to focus your effort online, where you can reach a much larger audience, where you can sell all formats easily and where you don't run any financial risks. In the publishing industry, the book launch was always a social event held by publishers for the industry professionals, the reviewers, the store buyers and managers. Don't forget that your customers are your readers, but the publishing industry's customers are bookshops. A splashy launch party for a much-anticipated book communicates to book buyers that they had better order some copies. It's part of the publisher's publicity machine, which is part of the way things have always been done. Don't forget that publishers are highly regionalized; They buy and sell rights for specific countries, and having bought those rights, they better make an impression on the book buyers in that country. We have something much better. It's called the internet. You can promote your book worldwide before it's even published. You can run some ads when the book is published, and you can book them weeks in advance. You can also continue to advertise your book long after it has been published. The launch window and a few months or sometimes handful of weeks after launch are an artefact of the traditional industry, which thrives on churn. We are much more into backlist. A book, no matter when it was published, is always new for the person who discovers it. They can discover it when it's published, or ten years later, it doesn't matter. Don't worry too much about the launch window. There is nothing that says that you can't promote older books, and most of the time books are easier to promote when there is another volume out in the series that people can order. Some people will even say don't advertise the first book at all, but to be honest I don't advocate that, especially if you're a new writer. But... Book launches, have a party if you're the party type, but have it for the sake of the party, not with a hope of selling a lot of books. You should also not really need to worry so much about so-called industry reviews and places like Publishers Weekly or Kirkus that charge $500 for a professional review. While it may look impressive, and there could be a very small benefit in terms of that it's easier to get promotions, your money is probably better spent on a better cover for the book. The only genre where such a review may have some clout would probably be literary fiction. But to be honest, literary fiction is probably served by the traditional industry anyway, because by its very nature, its readers are very much influenced by peer reviews and accolades. Literary readers are much more likely than genre readers to still thumb their noses at the thought of self-publishing, even if they couldn't tell a well-produced self-published book if it hit them in the face. Another thing that I would tell people not to worry too much about is seeing your books on the shelves of bookshops. It's a kind of sad thing to have to admit, but bookshops function within the publishing ecosystem. And that includes large publishers and their automations, the payment and return system, distributors and all that stuff that you would never have known existed unless you have worked in the industry. It's a huge, immovable beast. Again, there is a lot of work involved in getting books on bookshop shelves. Publishers have distributors and reps who do this work. They have catalogues They have EAN numbers that are important for the bookshop's stock management system. Okay, you could take your book to a local store and speak to the manager, and they might even take the book. But this work has to be repeated for each individual bookshop, so unless your book is highly local and has a large local market, there is not much point in trying to get it onto the shelf of every bookshop in your area. Before realising that there is a whole rest of the country to go, and you never have the time to do that. It could be satisfying, but it's unlikely to be financially profitable, especially when the returns come in. Bookshops cater to the traditional industry, and they rely on volume, and publishers have their own processes to get bookshops to order these books, and those processes that only work through volume, as in, They have a lot of other books that reps are taking to those bookshops as well. They have a streamlined ordering system. They have an established return system in place. You could try to muscle your way in so that they accept your books and you can accept their returns and all their administration. But, boy, it is a hard road. We have something much easier. It is called the Internet. Much as you might love local bookshops, and it's definitely fun to see your book in there, it's unlikely to make a huge difference to your bank account. Don't feel pressured into thinking that you must do this. The last point is going to be much more general, but you should quit worrying about the things that other authors are doing, especially those that you have tried and didn't work, and especially if you didn't like them. Everyone's career path is different and after trying stuff you should get a decent idea of the sort of things you're happy to do and then, for the sake of your sanity, forget about the rest. There is not a single platform or method where you can't find a single writer who will sing its praises. So what if someone is making lots of money and is reaching new fans on TikTok or Pinterest or Instagram or is going to cons or doing Kickstarters? If you've looked at what they're doing, don't get it or dislike it. Put it away and put away your guilt that you're not doing it. There is not enough time in the day to do everything. Audiences differ. Do the things that you've chosen to do and work to get better at those. You are not someone else and you can't copy their success, no matter how much you try. There is no easy button, so quit looking for it. You can spend the whole day trying to find the best keywords and how do you determine this anyway and trying to maximise your SEO but in the end there is no one single thing you can do that will magically propel you into great success except write great books but even that is not a given. Sometimes there are little hacks but they never work for long and by the time everyone starts doing it And you're not doing it already, you're already too late. You should quit trying to be everywhere and doing everything. You should quit worrying about what other people are doing. If they're successful, they've probably spent a lot of effort gaining that success. Stick to your own path and don't worry about other people. So these are some things that you shouldn't need to worry about at all, ever, if you want to have a successful self-publishing career, in the next episode, we will look at getting a cover for your book. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at patjanson.com where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash Jansen.